The Terrible Warriors is supported by listeners just like you. Find out more at patreon.com slash terriblewarriors and join in on a future game. But today on The Terrible Warriors, we start November with a new batch of campaigns just for you. Year 5 goes into hyperdrive. A long time ago, in a galaxy far, far away, Brie Poison sat down to run a game for the very first time. Brie has some strong feelings about the Star Wars universe, so she made sure to curate her table with like-minded folks. This isn't going to be the Star Wars you remember. Set in the months after Return of the Jedi, in an era known as the Iron Blockade, we present to you the first chapter in Ashes of the Empire. Hello, terrible listeners. It is Brie Poison today, and you've never heard me intro a show, and that's because I'm running this one. Uh, <laughs> oh my goodness! Uh, I've never, to. I've never done this before at all. I've never run a game. When Connell came in and sat down today, it was like I've never done a game that you've run, and I was like, <laughs> jokes. It's because I haven't done one before. So we're gonna <laughs> run it on the internet for the first time for posterity forever because that sounds like a good idea. <laughs> um, we're gonna play Edge of the Empire, which is a Fantasy Flight Star Wars game today. Mm-hmm. Um, I was voluntold for this one because if you met me at Con Bravo, I could not shut up about how no one should be allowed to play a chiss in <laughs> Star Wars for like two <clears throat> solid days. So I was now, there for a portion of that yeah, rant. Oh, you yeah. were there for like the night when it yeah. started being a rant. We, we were like, yeah, no. So after that, we we decided to just like hang out and have a few drinks in a hotel room, and it was just the entire time we were hanging out and having drinks. So like, no, it was shut just off me the music. Being angry I need about to talk chiss. about how you can't. Be a chiss in fucking Star Wars because only Admiral Thrawn, Vice Admiral Thrawn, can be Grand, a chiss. Yeah. Grand and Admiral, it, Grand Admiral Thrawn. It just went on for fucking ever, and I was just like, mm, yeah, yeah. We were up good. until like three in the morning, just I showed me up. screeching I think about I showed chiss. Up you were there for the a morning, little while, yeah. and it was still going on. It, no, like we're not, we're not exaggerating. <laughs> but anyway, that's that's how this game occurred. <laughs> so surprise. Um, today, around my table with me, I have, we'll start over there with Prodigal you. Prodigal son, Julian Spillane, returning once more. Terrible Warriors Judas is back. <laughs> <laughs> New Terrible Warriors Judas is running a game with old Terrible Warriors Judas. <laughs> 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 which I think started in Monster Hearts, which is That's my true. first game. Oh my god. With you guys way back in the Poor day. Steve, though. I <laughs> know, uh, I just keep betraying Steve. So mad but that was such that. an impactful moment in our history. Yeah, but then we also, I also betrayed Steve real bad in Apocalypse World. And then it happened again, and he was, like, legit, like, would you stop that? (laughs) And we're like, what? I'm just being, I'm playing my character. He's like, no, it's bullshit. (laughs) It was good. And then next to Julian, we have new to our show. Yes, the resident noob for this one, AJ Fry. Gasp, AJ Fry from the Space Channel. Doing my first Star Wars RPG. The Spaceman himself. (laughs) A spaceman <laughs> of, of a certain sort, and yes. he has a better radio voice than all of us. Yeah. So you're not you're what not you invited back about? already. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> We're done. And then next to him, who's already been talking. Oh yeah, sorry. <laughs> you bring, you bring me on the show because I don't shut up. It's true. Um, yeah, yes. Uh, so hello, uh, Connell McBeth back here, better known in the nerd community as Toronto's greatest supervillain and evil genius, Doctor Terawatt. Yeah. Uh, so I've got. Excited. 
A lot of I've, evil people. I've got table. a table of, yeah, <laughs> so, neutral of or evil people, basically. Although Connell likes to say he's evil, but then he won't leave people alone in a laundromat and pretend he's never seen the apocalypse world. Chaotic good. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what I did was when I cast for players, I told them all, we're going to work for the Empire, and you are going to like it. I Julian's was putting on his that. serial killer gloves. <laughs> 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 yeah, I told them. I was like, we're going to be playing Empire people. You're not necessarily going to be like high up and know all of the terrible things that they're doing. But like, you are complicit with the Empire. You like working for the Empire. Yeah. That's what we're doing. Well, I remember because when we were sitting down and you were like, I kind of want to play a Star Wars game. And I was like... Yo, can I be on board? And you were like, yeah, I'm kind of thinking about having you on board. I was like, yo, can I, um, can I, can I be a part of the Empire? And you were like, <laughs> yeah, and I was like, holy shit, that's exactly what like, I want. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what I was gonna do. I was like, okay, good, because that's what I want. what I want to do. I think rebels are stupid. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so what? if any of you have ever played Fantasy Flight Star Wars before, you're gonna know that this is an interesting system in that it has proprietary dice. Proprietary they look nothing dice. like regular dice. There are no numbers on them. We're going to edit down a lot of us talking about the dice, but it's still going to be there. However, you're probably going to have to Google things if you really want to know. It's like, about did, did, the I, dice. Roll, did I roll not... a double chevron, a, a bootleg <laughs> anarchist symbol? Some of it kind of looks like There's Klingon. literally two hexagons. Yeah, there's like. Or a chevron and a hexagon. Yeah, and then some of the other ones have little explodey things on them. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. I remember when we were sitting uh, at. D20 Live at Con Bravo trying to play this. They were like, okay, so here, like, okay, grab two of the yellow dice, one of the greens, because that's what it means on your sheet when you're doing that. And I was like, okay, and then we'd roll them. And then, like, Doug Walker is just like, so I have a, a two explosions and a chevron. What the fuck does that mean? Like? And he was like, uh, that means this. He was like, okay, cool. That, and that's at exactly. no point did we roll the dice and know what the fuck was going no, on. No, that's like, exactly <laughs> what we're going to be doing today. I've read the 500-page book, and I had someone sit down and give me yeah. a three-hour lecture on how the dice work. <laughs> so I'm going to be doing that today. The rest of you don't really need to know what they are, and I'm going to try and keep it from being like, yes, this is exactly what this symbol means for everyone because no one Love wants you. that. <laughs> no one wants that thing, including me. And let's be Thank honest, you. it's terrible warriors. Because the dice are really just more of a suggestion than anything else. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> more and no guidelines and, and the fun <laughs> thing about proprietary dice is that no one knows whether I'm reading them correctly or that's just what I wanted to happen anyway. So. <laughs> just, reading the, just reading the bones, you know? Like. <laughs> it's exactly like working for the Empire. <laughs> You're just crying. <laughs> you have no idea whether anyone's on the level at all. Like the little wizard from Willow? Yeah, exactly. Like little wizard <laughs> the from bones from... tell me nothing. <laughs> <laughs> So for today's campaign, I would like to introduce you to our world. Historically, this time that we're going to be playing in would be called the Iron Blockade. The Emperor has been assassinated. Or has he? Because between the Rebel Alliance crowing about their victory, a victory over not only the second Death Star, but also the Emperor and his chief enforcer, Vader, and then the Empire's stoic existence that that very same battle was, in fact, a stunning victory on their side, and that all news of the Emperor and Vader's passing have been greatly exaggerated. It's impossible to tell exactly what's happening. People in back alley watering holes are beginning to whisper that the Death Star really has been destroyed, and that they've seen it with their own eyes because there's hollow footage. But at the same time, there are others insisting just as staunchly that it was actually a major rebel base on the planet of Endor that was destroyed, and with it, many of the rebels' most important people. But you all know that hollow footage can be faked, and Imperial commanders have been known to bluster and lie to their constituents. So who is actually telling the truth? Mm. There's only one thing for certain. 
regardless of who's really dead out there in space, the Civil War is still going on. No, that's a lie. There's another thing you know for sure. You're all stuck here. But it's not just you. Everyone is stuck in the Greater Yavin area, specifically the Anoat sector, which is where we're playing in now. Oh, no. Imperial forces are everywhere, and official communications for everyone but the Empire are dead. Everything has been blocked off. There is no talk in or out. The only things that go in or out, information, supplies, anything, go through the Empire. Like, that's it. They control everything. Lucky for you, you work for them. (laughs) (laughs) Um, People are saying that no one's been able to leave the sector, and it's begun to become apparent that no one is getting in either. People are starting to get anxious, and they've begun hoarding essentials as store shelves quickly become barren. Gang activity and smugglers are becoming brazen with alarming swiftness as businesses and private citizens begin to turn to gray areas of the law in order to get food, clean water, and life-saving medications that have otherwise all but disappeared. In retaliation, imperial forces have begun to tighten the grip on the sector, which has in turn made the populace more nervous and on and on in a vicious cycle. Things are turning into Stalingrad, Mm, right, in World War II. Like, this is Russia in the winter in World War II. Um, people like the governor of the Anoat system, Governor Adelhard, are beginning to get visibly nervous. They've been making speeches over the Imperial Holonet in a distinctly Big Brother fashion. And his latest speech has begun to repeat every few hours like clockwork. People of the Anoat sector! Oh, God. There is very <laughs> serious news! The Rebels have begun a new propaganda campaign, slandering the Empire and our leaders, insisting that the Emperor and Vader are dead. These are lies. The Emperor remains our leader, and the Empire remains strong. Anyone stating otherwise is a traitor and will be dealt with. We will uphold the Empire. We will not fall to the rebels' trickery. We will stand firm. And that is your fearless leader, who Uh, you... The governor. (laughs) The governor. So, I mean, really, with how things are in the system, it's no wonder when extra forces are brought in to reinforce whatever dwindling supplies are left to make sure that the hospital checkpoints that are swarming with the dead and dying don't become riots... And whatever other heartbreaking menial tasks the Empire has to dole out to the lowest rung on the ladder. Which is where you guys come in. Oh, boy. <laughs> Aren't you excited? I, w- I was kind of hoping that the governor would have a southern drawl. And <laughs> was sad Our when it was Justin screaming. <laughs> no, Carl, this is the Empire. Everyone is British. Yeah. <laughs> Clearly <right>. not. <laughs> So, everybody, um, let's start again with Julian, and we'll go around the table that way so that everyone can, you know, have a have a, a, a seating arrangement in their brains, because I know that's what I do when I listen. Mm-hmm. Um, so tell me about your character, Julian. So I'm playing Jarell Bodmatter. I am a... Uh, <laughs> Bodmatter? Bodmatter. I, I, I was it. like, I was like what, is, what is a weird imperial-sounding name? Bodmatter. It's perfect. <laughs> uh, I, I'm a uh, aspiring political Machiavellian type um, who definitely does not wear his heart on his sleeve, lies through his teeth, and is manipulative as fuck. Um, but I promise not to betray everybody. <laughs> this, is, this, is, this is the first time this is the first time that my, my character ambitions are actually aligned with the plot and my, like, allegiances. So I... I 
I can't promise, but <laughs> Julian, <laughs> right, Julian has promised not to explode everything on his way out the door this time, like the last time that there was a Star Wars game. <laughs> So yeah, I'm really excited about that. So one. I'm working my way up through the through the imperial diplomatic ranks so that I can just get my way. You're not you're not doing so my well. You're no. not doing so well right now. You are literally the lowest rung on the ladder. Hard times. <laughs> All right, AJ, what do we have over there? Uh, well, I am a uh, protocol droid uh, with scholarly aspirations or experience. Uh, my history is a little. Vague, uh, but what has been uh, established is that uh, I am uh, somewhat malfunctioning or uh, injured in such a way that my uh, personality has been set to 100% optimistic. Oh, <laughs> oh no. He's no, no, so everything's happy. great. Everything's just going fine. <laughs> everything's wonderful. You're like the ship computer from Hitchhiker's Guides. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I'm delighted to tell you. <laughs> yeah. We have a 5% chance of survival. <laughs> Which will be really great. That's because more than zero. <laughs> basically on AJ's sheet, almost all of the knowledge skills he has ranks in. Like almost all of them. So you want to know anything, AJ is the one who has a better chance of knowing it. Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. But everything else seems pretty low. And that's okay. Well, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to die. <laughs> Um, everyone is a little on the lower side so that our dice pools don't have to be like, here's five of this dice and five of this dice and ten of this one. Like, I'm trying to keep it to a slightly lower (laughs) amount of dice. So nobody has more than, I think, two ranks in anything. So you're all pretty clear across the board there. Connell. What do we have? Uh, I am playing, because this was the this, literally the name that came up on a rando generator, Magus Octurus. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hashtag StarCraft. <laughs> hashtag StarCraft. Hashtag Star whatever. Uh, I was like, oh, fucking Octurus, I love this name. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, I'm going to take that. Um, and he's a mechanic in a very uh, broad sense. <laughs> In that the character was uh, a little too smart for his post and a little too creative for some of the projects he was working on. They'd be something like, hey, Acturus, go fix the uh, air conditioner and the Atmo feed. And he'd be like, yeah, but if I replace it with an Arctic atmosphere generator, then it'll do all the things that you want it to do. But also it does all these other wonderful things. Why are you transferring me? What's going on? (laughs) (laughs) So he has like, when we were talking, we were saying like, like BBC Sherlock, but also just a mad scientist. Right, so you know, not many social skills. In, but, insufferable but brilliant. Yeah, but he's just so good at his job that they're not gonna <laughs> like get rid of him because like one day maybe we need him to build another Death Star. <laughs> right, like maybe yeah. one day he'll be good for something. But right now, like you just go to this planet That's and you mind your own business. <laughs> Backburner the fuck out of you. Just <laughs> so um, I did ask you guys what. Like, what makes it so that you guys are the lowest rung on this ladder? Like, why why aren't you, Julian, on your way to being a moth? Why aren't you building a Death Star? <laughs> like, why aren't you personal assistant to um, a Grand Admiral, right? Like, why, why are you all here? Well, I was. I was <laughs> put upon uh, so much so. Uh, so many of the tasks that my previous owners should have been doing themselves were put on me. Uh, that led to my malfunction. And Your strain threshold was just way, way yeah, over. overloaded. Yeah. So essentially I've been cast aside as uh, droid rubbish. Oh. 
Yes. <laughs> Not sure where our story begins, but I can figure out a way or reason <laughs> where. Oh I, yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> and I, you know, I was from a prominent family and a prominent. Uh, I was, I was, I was promising. My career was on the rise. I was on track to be a moth, and I stabbed the wrong person in the back, and ended up being transferred out to the Avon system. <laughs> Right when all this started going down. Oh, no. And uh, at <laughs> so this point, before, hierarchy yeah. climbing and ladder, ladder climbing isn't really a priority at the moment when the Empire is on lockdown. Yep. Uh, I think Arcturus was just like, why is he out here and not building the Death Star? And I'm just like, maybe because the Death Star had an exhaust port that was two meters <laughs> <laughs> You can take that up with Gail and Urso. Oh, wait. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think that, like, it might have been somewhere along the lines that he may have been a part of the design team or something, but was arguing way too much with the people that were there about a lot of the design choices that they were making, and so they just got rid of him. Why wouldn't you put your shield generators inside the shield? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm not telling you how to do your job, but <laughs> yeah. this is this is why you got sent here. This is why you're with him. They're like, God, they're both insufferable. Just yeah. Put them in a room. <laughs> put them in a room and let them just it's destroy like, each does other. Does the facility have power? Yes. Why are the shield generators not one of the first things that have power? Why are the shield generators outside of the shields? <laughs> what? what shield generators are optional? I don't know what you're talking about. Carl, what are you? doing <laughs> no but it's the death star it can't blow up he said after the first death star blow up <laughs> so have you guys been working here like you've been working here for a while right like you've been in the anoat sector yeah for a little bit kind of since it got closed off yeah probably whatever your timeline is probably like six we're, months prior we're to just, that we're just about three months past endor yeah now Right? Like, we're just hitting kind of that three-month mark. And so Anoat has been closed off for just about three months now. It got closed off as soon as the information about the Death Star Invader and all of that went out. Right? Which we as players all know is 100% true. But your characters don't know one way or the other. Hmm. Um, and then have you been here the whole time it's been closed off as well? Likely. Yeah. Yeah. Because they, they are... You know, they are transferring people in, but not a whole lot of them. For the most part, the people who are here are the people who have been here the whole time. And then I'm going to introduce you, AJ, in just a minute. (laughs) So, um, the blockade, as I said, has been ongoing for nearly three months. And you've all now been transferred or have been working on the planet of Nathoyan. Um, Nathoyan is a rock planet with drinkable water, breathable atmosphere, right? So, Earth-like planet. And native Nathoyans are humanoid but have uh, gold-toned skin and pale hair. So, like, almost like the people who are really into uh, having the perfect race from Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Oh, yeah, that's, I was going to say, I was like, Guardi- I, Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, yeah that's like pretty the, much how I imagine them, the but without all people. the eugenics. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Nithoyan has a larger population than its neighbor Hoth, which is also in the system, oh. but is less useful to the Empire than the, its nearby neighbor gas giants, which are Bespin and Burnin Khan. Right? Bespin is Cloud, Cloud City. That's why it sounds familiar. Um, and Hoth, obviously, was in the movies. So you all know those. All these planets are in the same system? Yeah, this is the Anoat system. Those four planets are the Anoat system. 
That's wacky. No, because whenever to I was someone watching... someone screaming well, at me on Twitter about, because about, I'm wrong. <laughs> well, no, think about Empire, right? Well, yeah. you, no, you don't want to take a single ship between systems. Like, it doesn't have light speed travel or anything like that, right? Well, that's crazy because I was, like, watching well, the Star and, Wars movies with, and like, Hoth show and, you. Yeah, and all these other planets. And, like, I was like, yeah, all these planets, I imagine, are in, like, different systems. No, like, and let me show you. So here's the map of the galaxy. Gets, yeah. yeah. Right? I'm going to pass this around. So yeah, here's yeah, the map yeah. of the galaxy. <laughs> okay. Um, and then here is... Let me look at it real quick. So here's the greater Yavin an area, so you're okay. all kind of in here. Oh, and there's and Hoth, Bespin. Endor is there. There's Endor, Like, yeah. you are very, very close. Okay, so close. it is... Okay, so they're, they're, they're close. I thought it's, like, within the same solar system. No. Like, orbiting the same star was, like, no, Hoth, so Yavin, Endor, and all these other planets. I was like, what Yavin, the fuck? Right, so you're all in there, and Endor is there. Like, that's oh, where this, that happens. This movie's a lot smaller than I thought it was. You no, know, they actually don't travel really that far, <laughs> yeah. except for Luke going out to Dagobah. Like, which they is, don't, like, way the fuck out. Which is yeah. way the fuck out, but, like, other Otherwise, it kind of all happens in this bottom corner and then Coruscant, which is in the middle. We're in the GYA, the Greater Yavin area. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's, so Anoet is in this Greater Yavin area. Um, and I am playing a little fast and loose with the new and old cannons. Um, the Iron Blockade happened primarily in the old canon. It is technically canon in the new canon, but we haven't gone into it yet. Um, and really this is an it. old canon map mm. that I'm looking at, right? And so... Um, you know, I'm not 100% sure, like, what Anoad is going to be in the new canon and blah, blah, blah. I didn't look into it that hard because I didn't want to know. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> Plausible yeah. deniability. I don't know, okay? <laughs> well, I mean, the, new, the new movies jump ahead a lot, so, like, the Iron Blockade is still very possibly a thing that it, happened. It is a thing that they are probably going to cover, and they have made kind of mention of it, but we haven't really gone there. So we're yeah. going there first, and then we're going to scream about how we were right in three months. <laughs> 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 Delightful. Just like with Star Trek. <laughs> oh god, everything that we do on Star Trek with the second we like, record fingers it. Fingers crossed, that's like, what I'm hoping for. The day after when the new the new Star Trek show like airs its next episode, they're doing a bunch of shit that we were doing on the show. <laughs> yeah. Wow. It's good. It's so wacky. Now Anoat's the planet that we're on? No, Nathoyan is the planet you were on. Nithoyan. It is in the Anoat system. System, not sector. Yeah. Okay. System sector, I won't. Oh, same thing. I won't. Yeah, I won't really like get at you for that. It's close enough. Sounds like Eve talked to me. (laughs) (laughs) Adelhard called it the Anuat sector in his script. (laughs) (laughs) Congratulations! I've made a new real Professor Oak. I'm sorry. (sighs) I'm not sorry. (laughs) Um, So I mean, lexicon is very important. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so Nathoyan is um, basically this sector of four planets, have not planet, that you were on. Lucky you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I put you on the only have not planet. Um, so you are being assigned to the main Imperial base on Nathoyan. Um, I'm going to name this base. I have my list of Patreon supporters here. Um, it's going to be Julian's looking at my list and he just poked at something, so it's going to be the Anka base. Oh, Anka. Yeah. So this is going to be the Anka base, um, and it is the main Imperial base. It's set up sort of in the middle of a city. If there was a walled city inside, like, a sprawling bunch, like, almost like Attack on Titan-esque, if you've seen how they've, like, built the concentric rings 
of cities with yeah. more walls. The the middle one, right, would be your base, and then there's kind of a sprawling city around it. Mm. Um, you can tell that they have just come in and like made a base in the middle of the city and walled it out in what was probably used to be all the government buildings. Put huge durasteel walls around it with big gates, and that is where you are. And the populace lives kind of clustered around you. I do love me some durasteel. <laughs> it's good shit. It's good shit. <laughs> it's good shit. So um, you were being put up in the barracks on the edge of the compound, and uh, you've gotten kind of the lay of the land as you've come in. Um, we're going to introduce you to your new commanding officer, who is uh, Officer Hughes, is your commanding officer. He is immediately in charge of you. Um, and he is showing you around, and as you are walking around the base for the first time, um, as he's showing you around, they've brought in a bunch of new containers of supplies. And as they open one of them, uh, something that was propped up inside of it just kind of like falls out onto the ground, and people are looking at it, and it's this droid. It's a little. It's this droid. It's this, droid. <laughs> it's this black three PO unit. <laughs> Um, it's a little worse for wear, and everyone is really confused as to how it got there, because it's not supposed to be in this crate, <laughs> but it is, and it falls out just as you walk by. It's broken. Oh, at no, the moment. I have to fix it now. <laughs> and that is kind of your jam, is fixing the robot. Oh. It's not, it's not beaten up, it's just not on. Well, it's just after it falls out of the crate and everyone just kind of freezes for a moment, uh, Arcturus is going to be like, uh, dibs? <laughs> and just, like, pick it up and, like, squirrel away with this robot. <laughs> just, like, sidle Waddles away. Waddles off with, with the... it. <laughs> um, <laughs> you, you were pretty much done your, your, your tour. Hughes has been warned about you. <laughs> And he looks... Someone's like, no, don't let him go away with equipment, no. Julian, he looks at your character and he goes, watch that one. (laughs) (laughs) Shuffling off, waddling away with a robot. All right, um, let's do... This seems like a good way to teach you how to roll the dice. Cool. So this is how I'm going to do it. Let's do a mechanics check to fix this droid. So you have a mechanic stat. Yep. I got two right? ranks in it. So you have two ranks in that, and what kind of stat is it? It's an intellect stat, right? Yeah, intellect. Right? So it and your intellect is also at two. Yeah, that's correct. Okay. Good old humans. So this is how we're gonna build a dice pool. Um your you would have you have these two numbers here, right? In this case they are the same number. Um, so the total number of good dice you are going to have is two. And because they're the same number, you're going to get to upgrade both of them to these nice bigger dice instead of the smaller green nice dice. And in this case, you have, it's going to be an average level check. So I'm also going to give you two of these bad purple dice. Oh no. But you also have ample time... And you've you've squirreled this broken robot back to your bunk, basically. So you have ample time to look at it. And, you know, nobody's really giving you a hard time about it because they were kind of warned about you. So we're just going to do it as a straight roll of that. (laughs) What unseemly activities are you doing with this droid? (laughs) Yeah, welcome to the world, AJ. (laughs) Do we we stop him or... (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, everyone is just kind of like letting you do it. <laughs> just like, do we stop him? Or I don't know. The last guy that tried to go in there lost a foot. The the <laughs> way the way I see your barracks is kind of like how they have the long term housing in Orange is the New Black, where you kind of have like bunk mates, but also some walls, so yeah. not everyone is looking in all the time. So roll that out. All right, so I've got okay. uh, two of these empire symbols with triangles and four explosions. Right, so here's <laughs> here's how this works, and I'm actually going to open my book so that I can use the correct terminology for all of them instead of just being like, ha-ha, explodey things. Um, yeah. <laughs> as you will see, and here's something you should know if you're going to pick up this book, in the book, when it talks about dice... It actually shows you the it, dice. It shows you the dice, but then what it does is instead of referring to them as their name, it just refers to them as a tiny colored block, and it never refers to them by name ever, ever again. Oh, yeah, it just and shows my, you the, made, the shape and color in the book. It made it's just my like, brain, so like a setback dice, which is your little black die, yeah. right? It refers to as just a black square. Yes. And, like, it is the worst for trying to teach yourself this system. And the Maybe. difficulty dice are the uh, purple D8s, but it just refers to them as a as purple a diamond. a purple diamond. For the and rest like, of the book. And, like, it just made my brain short circuit. Yep. Like, it was awful. Let alone to people be fair, with, like, deuteranopia or trotanopia, like, the colorblindness, right? Like, that's yeah. not yeah. colorblind fr- friendly at all. No, oh, well, no. because there were red and green dice and yeah. then a purple die. And, yep. yeah, like, these are not colorblind purple friendly. Purple and black, like... These well, are not colorblind. Not at all. Dice. But like, once you read that one page, though, like if you haven't played other tabletop games, I can understand how it's very like super easy to get into because they're like, oh, you're gonna do this thing, cool, and then it just gives you a, a list of symbols of like this is the dice you roll, and you're like, okay, sure. Yeah. Like you don't even yeah. have to think about it. Yeah. No, it's it's not. It is not for me. So the little explodey dudes are called successes. Cool. Um, and then the empire-looking dudes is a threat. Okay. So it's fuel oh, for no. a negative consequence or side effect, regardless of whether the task succeeded. <laughs> um, and then the little triangle dudes are failures. So the failures um, oppose successes oh, completely. Okay. And then the little guys that look almost like the rebel symbols on those yellow dice, uh, the, like the, the little the, the wing little, dudes. The little chevrons, the wingling dragons. Yeah, the little wing dudes are... Um, wingdings. <laughs> the wingdings. The little wingdings are um, triumphs. Oh, cool. Which happen... Kind of, kind of like the little um, empire dudes, like the threats. So it gives you a yeah, positive. Yeah, so that gives you a positive that can happen even if the roll fails. Right. Right? And then the, uh, uh, then there are also despairs. And um, one more, like, really great triumph dude. It's so there are the, advantages and triumph. There's there's the, the, the little, what is it, the, the, the lightsaber symbol. It, yeah, the lightsaber symbol is a triumph, and then the wing dudes are called advantages. But they're okay, very cool. they're very similar. Um, triumphs are kind of like your crit successes. Yeah, I imagine, because there's only one lightsaber per dice. Yeah, I'm actually going to keep this page open so that I can continue to use the same words for everything so that people listening at home aren't like, <coughs> ah, like I feel whenever I look at these pages. All right, so, <laughs> so then let's, we have four successes. Yeah, four two successes failures, and two failures and two, two threats, threats, right? So two of those failures are going to cancel out two successes, but we still have two successes, which is more than enough to fix this droid. Sweet. However, there are also two threats. So as <laughs> I turn it on, but I accidentally activate its kill mode. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to use the one threat as you turn it on, but when the droid greets you, 
you realize that its optimism is set to 100. Oh, no. And you don't know how to tweak that. <laughs> it's not set to 100. It's stuck on 100. <laughs> yeah, it, it, you can't fix it. And oh. also, um, Commanding Officer Hughes does come in to, like, be like, hey, what are you doing with the droid? And you just, you are literally just turning this droid on and you've laid it across your bunk and you're like, nothing? <laughs> so, well, I, fi- I fixed it. Look. <laughs> It's everything's fine, nothing is broken, no one's lost any limbs yet, it's fine. <laughs> but Commanding Officer Hughes is less than impressed <laughs> oh, with you. Officer so, Hughes like, doesn't like me. Basically take a negative one to any, like, impression you made <laughs> on him already. Yeah. Um, and, you know, he comes by when he's returning Julian's character, who actually did the rest of the tour like he was supposed to. <laughs> <laughs> I know where all the washrooms are. <laughs> And AJ's a droid, so he doesn't need to know where all the washrooms are. <laughs> nope. Everything's good. <laughs> <laughs> um, so let's do one thing before we start our first day at work. And that is basically destiny points. Um, I'm not honestly, look, I'm going to be real honest with you here. You guys at my table and people at home, I'm going to be real honest. This is how the guy who taught me how to use the dice does this. I don't know if the book is like, hey, why don't you do your points this way? <laughs> and also, I don't care. So don't tweet at me that this is wrong because this is how we're playing today. Don't on- at House rules. Don't <laughs> at me. This is how we're playing don't on the Terrible me. Warriors, okay? Good. <laughs> Let's do this. Um, so what I'm going to do is, this is the force dice. None of you are force sensitive because that was one of my house rules was you're not allowed to be force sensitive Sweet. because as far as I'm concerned if one person is force sensitive everyone has to be force sensitive and then we're just playing power fantasy the game yep. which is not what we're playing today aka Star Wars <laughs> Galaxy's second edition <laughs> so but what we're gonna do is everyone we're gonna have these three destiny tokens right and everyone is gonna roll this force dice once and what you land on is going to tell me what side this destiny token is going to be on and then i'll explain what the different sides do julian's still wearing destiny. his serial killer gloves and it's, it's just so killing me dice roll. <laughs> destiny two <laughs> one pip that's one black pip all oh, right that's AJ? not good <laughs> two black Ho- circles hollow pips hollow two, oh, white. two, two, white, two dots. white dots okay yes. and then that's Connell, good you that's wanna... good Come on, white dots, two white dots. Two white dots. All right, actually, this is Score. actually exactly what I wanted from this first roll. So I'm going to lean, lean around my mic and decide where the best or place to put, put them in the middle of the thing is. is. I'll just yeah. move this. So no. you guys are going to have... Sorry, my voice is going to be dumb for a minute. Let me put those down and then I'll explain. So... The light side ones are destiny points that you guys can use. There's a light side and a dark side to each of these little destiny tokens. The light side ones are ones that you guys have in the bank to use. So if something happens that's very bad and you would like to change it, you will flip one of those to the dark side. Right? The light ones are yours. If something happens very good or just something that I don't like and I want to throw you guys for a ringer... I will flip one of the dark side ones to the light side. So we're basically going to be giving each other points, Mm. right? So every time you guys flip a light one to a dark one, you're giving me more ammo in the future. Mm. And you can't have it back until I flip it, right? So right now I only have one point because one dark side one is up, 
right? And Got you guys it. have two. But as soon as you use one of those, I'm going to have two. So if we start hanging with Gungans, she's going to use that right away. Just to, yeah, to, to just be like, no. Shut it down. No, honestly, if you guys start hanging with <clears throat> Gungans Wait, somehow have, on the other side of the universe. Gungan <laughs> yeah, can we exchange the <laughs> Yeah, I've, I've made a terrible mistake. Oh, no, if, no. That, if that happens, I'm getting up and leaving <laughs> and the show is over. Is <laughs> what's actually happening here. Um, so yeah, you guys can use that to re-roll. Um, honestly, I'm a very story-driven GM. We're going to be very story-heavy, role-play-heavy, dice-light is how I like to play. I think mm-hmm. it makes for more interesting gameplay. So basically, anything that you guys can cool. sell to me, I will allow you to do. If you can talk it up enough, I might let you do it without a dice roll. Mm-hmm. If I'm just like, damn, that would be amazing, just flip one of those tokens and it's yours, right? Sweet. So we're going to play really like... You keep talking until I tell you to roll a thing. Okay. It's a very apocalypse world, right? Great. Just keep talking until I tell you to do something. Perfect. So what do you say that we get to our first day on the job? And that's how we'll end this first hour. So you guys, what you were told the day before is you are basically the lowest rung, right? You mm. are the red shirts, more or less. Uh, you're going to be working odd jobs around the compound, wherever we need extra people. That is where you're going. We rotate people every day here to keep people from getting fatigued because the jobs are difficult. Yeah. Um, And so, you know, if you fit really well somewhere, maybe we'll keep you there more than one day. But for the most part, you're going to be spending a day here and the next day you're going to be somewhere completely different to keep you from just fatiguing out. So your first assignment on your first day, show up bright and early. You go to the warehouse at the south side of the base. Um, It's near one of the main gates basically just inside of it. Um, And the people living nearby this base line up at this south door for their daily rations, right? It's lining up in Russia for bread. Uh, Mm. Food is split. The food in this warehouse is also then split into appropriate containers and trucked out from here to people who live further away, like not in this city. Uh, You know from just the tour the day before and listening to people talk over dinner and over breakfast that the lines are getting really, really long. Uh, you know, you also know that people are beginning to go hungry. There's not enough food anymore, right? The rations that are showing up every day are just not doing it anymore for the amount of people lining up. More and more people are moving into this city from their farms and the small towns outside of it. Like more and more people are showing up and basically making like shanty towns and tent cities inside of this sprawl just to try and get food and medicine and everything. Um, So uh, commanding officer Hughes is being spoken to by his commanding officer. You don't know his name, Um, but he's being spoken to by his commanding officer when you show up. Um, And he is telling Commander Hughes that all of the rations for the day have already been given out. It's 8 a.m. You have to, he's telling Hughes that Hughes has to go tell hundreds of people still waiting at the gate to go home. There's no more food. Come back tomorrow. There's just Mm. no food today. Hmm. Um, And then that commanding officer leaves. uh, And Hughes sees you guys all come in and turns to you and says, it's your job to tell all those people out there that there is no food. Right? He is (laughs) giving the job to you. Uh, And he gives you those orders verbatim. Like, he literally repeats exactly what you just saw being said to him as his job. He says it to you. I have an idea. Um, We should have the protocol droid, whose positivity setting is set to max, (laughs) uh, to tell everybody, 
that there's no food. <laughs> I think that sounds that sounds fantastic. I agree. I think this is a brilliant idea. <laughs> there's, there's no chance of this going badly whatsoever. Uh, I was going to volunteer, but I'm happy that you brought it up. <laughs> good. So, uh, with Hughes likes you. With <laughs> You're a good one. Bold confidence only afforded to a droid with uh, malfunctioning circuitry. Uh, so, uh, so you you are walked out of the. Uh, the what is this place called? I just had the worst brain oh. fart ever. The warehouse. You walk out of the warehouse, um, mm. and just outside the warehouse is this south gate. Um, it's open. There's hundreds of people lined up. You can't see the end of the line. They're lined up out the gate, and yes. on either side of the gate is a guardhouse with people with very large guns, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, trained on the people who are all standing there with their baskets, right, waiting for food. Well, hello, Nathoians. Uh, my name is uh, 0003PO, <laughs> and uh, I've got some uplifting news for everyone to hear. Uh, we've successfully given out all of our rations for the day. <laughs> it's only 8 in the morning, and the Empire is functioning with such, such incredible efficiency. <laughs> We, we can let everyone go home because we've already accomplished the task of giving out all the food. Uh, you're welcome to uh, hang around until tomorrow. But otherwise, enjoy a free day of nothing. <laughs> Goodbye. Oh, I'm in tears. <laughs> People are not happy about this. <laughs> I'm um, shocked. <laughs> I thought it went so well. <laughs> There's a lot of upset. Um, people are are kind of like muttering to each other. And then suddenly, I would like you, can you look at, I think it's acrobatics is how it's written on your sheet. Oh, no. Can you look at that for me? Athletics? Athletics I'll take. I made the bad choice of not having a character sheet in front of me. And it's also coordination. Uh, it's brawn. Yeah, what is... Uh, um, yeah, so it would be like an athletics... I'm or do you, are you looking I'm for something flipping. more agility? Uh, yeah, is there a... There's coordination. There it is. I have a sheet now. <laughs> coordination Hold on. is agility. Give, let me look in the sheet, which is what I should have been doing all along. Um, give me an athletics check, which is athletics and brawn. So what do you have under athletics? Nothing. Nothing. There's nothing filled in. What do you have under brawn? Uh, two. Okay, so, so you get two green dice. Two of them regular dice. Yeah. Uh, Who's not, doing the check? Or all? That, yeah. that is AJ. AJ oh, gets two green dice, um, and also Actually, I'm know. going to make his, it. His brawn is no. one. Is it one? All right, you get one green dice. Where's brawn? Oh, brawn is along the top. Oh, on the top. Brawn is one of your top things. So give me back one green dice. Okay. And then I'm also going to give you one of those because it's going to be an easy check. Mm -hmm. Um, But I'm also going to give you one black die. Oh, no. Because this is unexpected to you. Right? Like, this is a thing that you were not anticipating. <laughs> you thought all of this me. was I, going amazing. Yeah, I thought I might uh, get a promotion for giving that speech. Yeah. So, roll this that out. Laughing. Okay, we've got, uh, <laughs> we've got one threat. We've got a, Actually, a, a success, a, threat. a positive. Su- yeah, a success and, and a triumph. And Okay, so you've got three threats, but a success and also an advantage. 
Okay, so the advantage is going to cancel out one threat. So you have two threats. So wow. success, but it's but dangerous. but you also have a success. So someone has thrown a shoe at you, <laughs> right? Like real angry, just oh, awesome, the shoe, a free shoe, <laughs> 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 off their own foot, but they missed you, right? Oh. It goes sailing by your head, and you're just like, oh. <laughs> Thank right, you. like Whoa. my dodging skills are excellent today, yes. right? Like it, they did not hit you, which is probably fair because they're not doing terribly well out here. They're very weak at this point. Mm. Um, but you have two threats left. So what I'm going to do with those threats are they don't buy anything that you are selling, mm-hmm. right? Like they don't necessarily believe that you're even out of food, right? And oh. They are dispersing. They're they're beginning to disperse. But there are still some people there. And they're very angry. And they're starting to shout now Mm. that this first shoe has been thrown. And all of the Empire people around you are getting very antsy. And they're beginning to ready their guns. Can we we identify the person who threw the shoe? Is it it evidence? Yeah, so you can see the man who threw the shoe. Um, He stands out because he is not yelling. The people clustered around him are yelling. He's very pale and he seems to realize he's made a terrible mistake. Who is <clears throat> Does he have anyone surrounding him? He does, but they're kind of looking like an angry mob now. There's he- at least 12 people around him. They are unarmed except for the baskets they're carrying and the shoes on does, their feet. Does he look like he's by himself? Is my question. Like is he is he waiting in line for himself? Is there anything, anything? Um he's like a middle-aged like regular looking native Nithoyan. Um it Nithoyans are a very like family structured people. Um so it would be surprising if he did not have a family at home but they are not with him. Mm. Or if they were they left as soon as he threw the shoe. <laughs> there is no one with him now. Yes. Oh jeez. Uh, I will point at him very angrily and shout you, citizen, come over here. Okay. Um, I mean, he, he does, but the people, and the people around him are not shouting now. Yeah. They're beginning to look more concerned because there's this guy shuffling towards you, and all of the other guards around you have their guns trained on this one guy. Yeah. Right? That you've called forward. I'm just going to ask him to identify himself. So you have committed an act of aggression against the Empire. This um, is uncalled his, for. His name is Nate Salt. Nate Salt. Mr. Salt, do you have a family? I, I, I do. I have a wife and a daughter at home. Do you are, you... are you unconcerned about the security of your family, Mr. Well, Salt? The, my daughter's been very sick, and, and I, I, we need food. We haven't had food in three days. Perhaps if you were a productive member of the Empire, we'd have more food to distribute. I, I mean, I'd, I'd go to work. I have a job. I don't I pull I my don't blaster understand. pistol, and I'm going to shoot a person adjacent to Mr. Salt, just a random civilian. Okay. Oh, I, shit. I will <laughs> let you do that without a roll, because this is an unarmed civilian, yeah. and <laughs> none of them, you know, you are mowing down innocents. Like, that is yep. what you're doing. That's not a roll. one person. That's, that's a given. It, he falls to the ground dead. And Mr. Salt's reaction... <laughs> Salt is completely in shock, like 100% in shock, like barely reacts, barely flinches when the blaster goes off. But the other men who were shouting have left. They are gone, (laughs) running down the street with their tails between their legs. I would caution you, Mr. Salt, to think twice before disrespecting what the Empire has given you for the sake of you, for the sake of your family, and for the sake of your fellow citizenry. He's... 
glassy-eyed and clearly in shock. He's not going to respond to you. I put my hand on Bod Mater's shoulder and say, it looks like he really got the message. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, um, droids are beginning to come out. Like, not protocol droids, more <clears throat> you know, smaller droids are coming out to collect the body. They're dragging it away. Oh, the tiny, um, like, little, like, Yeah, yeah, the droids. Right, they're dragging the body away. And the Imperials on the gate are shutting the gate now that Everyone's yeah. alive. They're ushering Nate Salt out. Yeah. You know, I heard the gonk droids are basically just fucking batteries with feet. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah, sort of like one of the those little things are just like walking around <laughs> and have like the two little legs and it's like a cube. And I'm just like, what are you doing? Up? Carl, you're a battery. Get back. It's a corpse over there. What are you? <laughs> is this, is this your fault? Doing Did outside? you make these blah, blah, things blah, blah, blah. and they just caught on? You were just like, look, I give batteries feet. They're way more productive now. <laughs> so now you don't have to ship them down to the other sector. They'll walk They'll there walk themselves. They'll walk themselves. And as, so as Mr. Salt leaves, I turn to one of the, the guards there and I say, look, have... Mr. Salt's family executed tonight. <laughs> make sure he watches. Make sure his daughter is last. And that's... <laughs> Beautiful. Well, we're bad guys, <laughs> I guess. So Hughes comes out um, to bring you back in. It's your first to day. To warehouse. <laughs> you already day. killed somebody. And it's your first day and you've done an amazing job. <laughs> like, he is over the moon... Um, he's even not quite so weirded out about you, Mr. I Like Robots Too Much, Connell. What? What? <laughs> um, because you guys, you, you know, you did that. There was hardly any loss of life. Everyone's gone, right? Everything's great. He he puts an arm around you, Julian, your character. He takes you back into the warehouse. I think um, the robot I turned on did a pretty good job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he just ordered executions. Oh, yeah, no, he, he also... You know, Hughes has okayed... Fucking awesome. He okays your executions, Excellent. right? Like, yeah. it's, this sounds like a grand idea. He's down with it. Um, he takes you back inside. You know, you took care of that matter so succinctly. Um, his men inside are opening uh, a new box that has just been shipped in. You can see the Imperial logo on the side, um, and it has Anka on the side, so it was coming for this city. It is full of rations and medicine and everything, and he takes, like, basically a big handful of rations, and he gives it to each of you, except for the droid you don't eat, so you just get the feeling of job well done. <laughs> um, Which and I he... have perpetually. Right? <laughs> 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 he gives he gives the two of you humans rations, right? And he says, you know what? You, you can take the rest of the day off. You deserve it. You did an excellent job. Here are these rations. And, uh, you know, excellent work today. Thank cool. you, sir. Excellent work today, guys. Um, seeing the warehouse and the distribution systems that they have implemented, I think that Arcturus's like, knee-jerk reaction would be to improve that. <laughs> because it's not doing the job that they've set out to do. And, like, he's just like, no, their job is to be here and to distribute these rations and to do these things. And, like... Uh, obviously, it, it stands to reason that they would have crates of more rations still inside when they stopped giving rations out to people there. But you know, because there's so what I th- what I'm going to going give on, like, what I'm going to give you as a when you are looking around this warehouse before you leave <clears> is you the there are two different kinds of ration and medicine crates that come in. There are the ones with just the Empire logo on them, which get taken into the base, yeah. and then there are the ones with the city name on them. And the one that you just watched being cracked open was one with a city name. That's interesting. 
Now, we obviously understand that the Empire are, like, the bad guys, but he's breaching protocol. Yeah, is this a case of, like, you, from what you know... Yeah, like, he Those just, were the rations you just yeah. told people weren't there. Yeah, and... That he just gave out to all his men. Well, and that's the thing, is that, like, the, the Empire itself isn't a quote-unquote evil organization. It is a group of people trying to bring order to the galaxy. It's a government. So, it's a government. So it's just like, when there's somebody hoarding rations that are supposed to go to the people, I'm just like, it's not a matter of good or evil. You've You've not done your job. That's, like, you've failed at your job. I don't understand. Like, yeah, okay. Yeah, so, so you, you have some doubts. Yeah, he's just like, well, that's unfortunate. Are you're you not... gonna are you gonna talk it over with your bunk mate here? Well, he's getting really buddy buddy with, with with the boss man, so maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> so you're not but, you're not talking to your your bunkmate. No, mate uh, Magus is looking for a way to mechanically fix the problem, like to see if there's a way that he can improve distribution with like a ration dispenser, a ration dispenser, or like a some kind of system that could do it faster. Mm-hmm. Uh, let you eat. Letter U. <laughs> yeah, big, yeah, you eat big old letter U. Yeah. Anawat eats. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, maybe Rashes we could do to this. The door so in 30 minutes or less. <laughs> we could reduce personnel and stuff like that by automating most of the system. Yeah, so you, true to form, you are doing the job that no one has asked you to do. Yeah. It's 100% his Yeah, and that's how you're spending, like, the rest of your day. Yeah, just... Do you have anyone in particular, guys, you would like to spend the rest of your day? Well, I'd like to spend the day exploring the base a little bit and figuring out who does what. My my, my end goal, the most important piece of information I'd love to know is who Hughes' boss is, Mm -hmm. um, who runs, like, what is the hierarchy here? Okay, I can give you some of that. Hughes is your commanding officer, Um, so he is who you are supposed to talk to. Um, the one who is in charge, the man who is in charge of Hughes is in charge of this base as a whole. As far as you can tell, he, uh, talks to the governor's people, right? He seems to be kind of in charge of the empire on Nithoyan, um, and that's Baumgartner. Baumgartner. Oh, Baumgartner! Yeah, Baumgartner is in charge of the empire on Nithoyan. He at least talks to the <clears throat> governor's people. If not the governor himself, you don't. You're not 100 percent sure how that runs. Nobody seems to be able to tell you. Um, but Baumgartner is also the one that you saw talking to Hughes, mm. right? Giving him the "There's no food here. Take care of it." Talk today. Is there a, is there a mess? I'm, I'm assuming it's a base. Mm-hmm. So there's a mess. Yep. And is there like a like a like a, a canteen? I'm, I'm assuming office like for officers to kick back and drink at. Mm-hmm. I think I'm just going to And there, there are plenty of rations and alcohol there at the moment. Excellent. Which is a stark contrast to the city outside. I'm going <laughs> to... My plan is now, now that I've gotten explored, gotten some information, I'm just going to kick back, have a drink, and listen. Hmm. Um, if I might, I'd like to uh, investigate whether or not I can arrange a meeting with Baumgartner to discuss um, distributing the food to the the Nethoian, Nethoians? Nethoians? Yeah, Nethoians. the Nethoian people, yeah, I, I'm not 100% sure what they... I, I figure he'll talk to me because... <laughs> look, look it's, enough of, it's enough of a have-not planet that they barely have a Wikipedia page. Wikipedia! <laughs> <So. laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, there's like 14 tabs open oh. on my phone of Wikipedia. <laughs> I forgot that was a thing. Um, so you put in a request to speak with Baumgartner, mm-hmm. and it is as of yet unanswered. He Fantastic. does not know who you are. Okay. 
Well, uh, he'll get back to me, I'm sure. <laughs> Great. With enough persistence. And that's your first day, and that's actually where I'm going to call it for episode one of uh, this campaign that we're calling Ashes of the Empire, which I had the name and the music almost before I had it written, so that was weird. (laughs) Um, So today, I have been Brie Poison. I am game mastering this insane Star Wars game today with all of its weird colored dice. Around my table has been... Julian, happy to be evil without having to conceal it, Spillane. <laughs> That's why you were the first person I invited. <laughs> AJ, triple L3PO fry. Uh, Colin Macbeth, better known in the nerd community as Toronto's greatest supervillain and evil genius, Dr. Terawatt, playing a mechanic, Magus Arcturus. Amazing. And join us next time when we, no doubt, commit more small-time genocide. Atrocities. <laughs> Take it away, Justin. Yikes, that got a little dark there, Julian. The Terrible Warriors has new episodes out every Tuesday and Thursday. Star Wars Ashes of the Empire will return in two weeks' time. I mean, they're going to come around and, like, be heroic at some point, right? No, that might not be the plan? Okay. On Thursday... Derek the Bard brings his Edmonton crew back together to play through unknown armies in a game that's called a film by Alan Smithy. Next week, on Tuesday, alternating with Star Wars, Will Mitchell sits down for his debut as Game Master on the Terrible Warriors for a game of swashbuckling, romance, adventure, and sorcery. You voted for it on our Patreon page, and now we're playing it. The Seventh Sea next Tuesday. And next week on Thursday, alternating with unknown armies, Derek the Bard brought players in from across the country to enroll us in Kagagami High. That terrible warriors are going back to school. And along with our rotating roster of one-shot campaigns, every Sunday now, Justin Eacock is playing along with Modifius's living campaign with Star Trek Adventures. Every Sunday is Star Trek Sunday on the Terrible Warriors. And you were listening to our previews of the Cambridge Chronicles every Friday. You will not hear them on the feed anymore if you want to continue to listen to Mike Dodd's ongoing Dungeons & Dragons campaign. Go and subscribe at Terrible Warriors slash Cambridge Chronicles right now. There will be new episodes every week for the foreseeable future. The Terrible Warriors is expanding. If you like what you're hearing and you want to hear more, oh, consider supporting us at patreon.com slash terriblewarriors. Your support helps us to afford to do more of these games. And thanks to you, I mean, we're, we've got six active campaigns happening right now. That's, that's just nuts. But it's not just for us. You get stuff out of it as well. By being a Patreon supporter, you get access to exclusive debrief, pre-brief, and mid-brief episodes that only Patreon supporters get to listen. It's all like our behind-the-scenes chatter. You can join our Discord channel, and Patreon supporters get additional roles, which, among other things, are mostly being able to listen into our recording sessions as they happen live. We just patch our computer into Discord, and you can listen in. Patreon supporters are also mentioned throughout our game. Their names become the items we use, the places we visit, the people we meet are named after Patreon supporters. You become part of the terrible warrior mythos. And for the very special supporter, you can be a guest right here at the table and join us in our games. So that's all cool. And uh, don't worry, I'm still sending out the postcards. Follow us on Twitter at Dice Warriors. 
follow along with that crazy schedule at TerribleWarriors.com. Let us know what you think by joining our Discord channel and just hanging out with us every day. Today's Terrible Warriors and your agents of the Empire. Connell Macbeth, Julian Spillane, AJ Fry, Game Master Brie Poison. Don't worry, we'll return to that galaxy far away in two weeks' time, right here on the Terrible Warriors.